And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. Do you want your money to dream big? Do you want your money to be a total self-starter? Are you annoyed that your money doesn't work hard enough? Don't worry. Betterment is here to help. Betterment is the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Their automated technology is built to help maximize returns, meaning when you invest with Betterment, your money can auto-adjust as you get closer to your goal, rebalance if your portfolio gets too far out of line, and your dividends are automatically reinvested. That can increase the potential for compound returns. In other words, your money is breaking a sweat while you can be breaking bread. You'll never picture your money the same way again. Betterment, the automated investing and savings app that makes your money hustle. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Saturday, November 25th, and I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We are happy you're joining us today. Sometimes when you're around your family, some things come up like top of mind things. Maybe you uh, were talking to somebody about your investments. Maybe you were talking about a family member about estate planning because you were bragging because you got it done and questions crop up all the time. Often when we're around our family members, if that's you, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button and let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. While you're on the website, sign up for our free weekly newsletter. It comes out every Friday. And remember, Mark's extra bonus relies on us hitting a milestone. So we have to have more people sign up for the weekly newsletter so he gets a slightly better bonus. I mean, he's going to get a good bonus anyway. Don't worry. I take care of him. Anyway, today, let's talk to Brian, who's on the line from New York City. My wife and I, we are taking the, we were taking the fire approach, but now we're taking the fine approach, F-I-N-E. I learned that new one, financial independent, new endeavor from you guys. Right. We're taking that path. And basically, uh, we're both working and doing our thing, but my wife wants to sort of call it quits from her full-time employment in the next two or three years. And I disagree thinking she needs to continue to work another five or six years. I don't, I'm not a budgeter. I don't know the numbers and I'm here to see uh, what you guys can pick apart from all this. Okay. First of all, tell us how old you are, how many kids you have, what else is going on? So I'm 45 and mm -hmm. my wife is 40. Mm -hmm. We have a nine-year-old and we have a three-year-old. Right now, how much do each of you earn? So she earns about 165, usually gets about a 30 to 40 bonus mm -hmm. and I'm making 122. Are you both contributing to retirement accounts? Yes, maxing okay. them out. You're both maxing them out. Okay. Any other um, savings that's going on, like 529 plans or Roths or anything else that's out there? Uh, yes. So we are both maxing out our 
Roth IRAs, but we have to do the backdoor approach. Mm-hmm. And um, I also have a 457, and I'm maxing that out as well. So you work for a state or some sort of municipal organization. Your wife, is she in a 401k? She has the 401k, yep. Okay. How much money is in each of these accounts? Let's start with your 403b. My 403b has 375000 in it, and mm-hmm. it's it's in a 7% guaranteed fixed. Oh, you work for, you're a school teacher. <laughs> yeah. That's so an amazing we, deal. So that is that, like a non, that, by the way, it's the only time I say that go into 100% fixed. It is unbelievable. So that's my security blanket, which is yep. why I don't have a bond allocation, yep. nothing like that. So that's the 403B. Great. Uh, the 457 is started about two years ago. That's mm-hmm. all in all in equities. Mm-hmm. There's about 73,000 in there. Great. Uh, the Roth IRA has about 250,000. So that's for Brian. And now wife, how much is in her retirement account? How much is in her 401k? And how much is in her backdoor? So her current 401k with her current employer has about 225 in it. That's a combination of pre-tax and Roth. Mm -hmm. Uh, She recently started going full Roth 401k with the future contributions. Great. She did from her previous employer a rollover from the 401k, which is now sitting a traditional IRA, which has about 165. Mm -hmm. And then actually in 2020, though, she pulled 50 out of there and did the Roth conversion. Hmm. So she has about 90 now in the Roth IRA. And so, 165 remains in the traditional? Yes, with okay. with a little bit, I know you, you've said before not to commingle deductible, non-deductible money in an account, but if she's gonna continue to contribute to the Roth IRA, so she's got some basis in the traditional. Well, someone's gonna keep track of that. I hope it's and, not and we, you. That, my dad, he's a CPA. We got Oh, sweet, all right. Your dad's a CPA, this is awesome, fantastic. Okay, good. For you, how many how many years do you have in the system? Because you're going to have a pension. What do you have into the system so far? Um, approaching 22 years. Wow. And are you a lifer? Like you think, wow, I want to stay here for as long as I can. Are you going to? Well, are you the type who says, oh, it, isn't it 30 or 35 where you kind of max out? I forgot. Well, where. Yes, that's that's the whole thing. The, um, I have to do 30 years to get that full pension. Otherwise, right. you take a major hit and a penalty. And basically, if you do your 30 years. And as long as you're age 55, you collect approximately 60% of your final average salary. However, that that's calculated on average best three years. Right. And, um, and also at 55, you're collecting health benefits for your lifetime. So you're thinking 10 years for sure, right? Till age 55. And then after that, we'll see. Okay, got it. That's a nice base to have, right? I mean, it, presuming, you know, your, your salary will increase a certain amount every year. But that is a, a good... That's a good solid base for you guys. So you save a blank ton of money. You don't make that much money. So how are you doing this on three hundred and twenty-five grand a year? I don't know. I mean, we just I I don't we don't budget or anything. But if you're maxing out these retirement accounts, kind of whatever's left over, you just live on, and we seem to still be in the black with that. That's great. So tell me about living. Um, where where are you living, and what's going on? So I'm in one of the boroughs in New York City, mm-hmm. and I have, uh, well, we have two cooperative apartments, which are sort of in the same complex. And we both own one, we both each own one, which we own prior to marriage. Mm-hmm. So I've kept the second apartment, and my in-laws are now living in that apartment while we live in the other apartment. 
So are your, is this for because you love them or because they need to be in those? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this like for because we just all love each other or are you helping them? Are they paying well, you rent or what's going on? Well, we, we love them. Um, mm-hmm. They are from a European country and they first came to this country about five years ago. Wow. And are they paying you rent for the co-op? No, we, we're, we're taking care of it. Okay. And the co-ops, how much are they worth and what are the mortgage balances? What's going on with those? The co-op under my wife's name is probably worth about five seventy-five, mm-hmm. and only about 25000 remains on the mortgage balance. Holy smokes. Okay. And the other apartment, we'll mm-hmm. say, let's call it at three hundred, mm-hmm. and the mortgage is paid off. I, I have to say that I'm like stunned about how much saving you guys have done. I really am. It's amazing. You've whittled down mortgages. You're pretty young. And so when you first set this up, like my wife wants to call it quits in two to three years and try something new, I was like, that's ridiculous. And now that I'm hearing the numbers, it's not that ridiculous. Are you putting money into um, 529 plans for the kids? So for the older one, there's, mm-hmm. um, I want to say there's about 40 mm-hmm. in the 529. And I already started doing a 529 for the other guy, and there's about 27 in there. And I'm going to front load that for, you get it up to 10,000 state tax deduction. Right. So we're doing five and five. So yep. we max out the state tax deduction uh, each year. And then after a few years, it's in an aggressive fund and it's age-based like a target date fund. So sure. I'll do another few years maxing that out and then I'll let it sit and let it grow. Let it go. If you look at your wife's income right now and you say, 165 base, 30, 40 grand in bonus. What is it you think she'd want to do differently in two to three years? What do you think that looks like for that new endeavor? So this is what I've learned recently. She wants to venture into getting a rental property. And um, okay, that's fine. But the way I see it, that's, that's sort of an iffy game. And you're taking on new debt where if you continue to work, you know, you have your income. And you have your, you continue your contributions to your retirement accounts. Okay. So I have two observations about this. The rental thing she can do anyway, if she wants to, and she's actually much more, it would be much easier for her to pursue that while she has a job. That is not a job, by the way. That's not a job. You're, you're managing two properties right now, which you're actually, you know, it's really not managing two properties. You're essentially managing like one big household for both of you, you know, and your and her parents. And it's right nearby and doing something remotely is a whole different business. So here's what I would suggest in terms of how she thinks about this. If you're going to really pursue doing something like, hey, I want to be a landlord the first thing you start to do is you accumulate a slush fund. How much is in your emergency reserve fund right now? About 40K. Okay. And that's right, probably the right amount. And is there any other money that you have that's invested that is outside of retirement? She has brokerage of about 80000 and I just started a little brokerage with about 15000 Okay. If she wants to get into, you know, the world of rental properties, the way to do it is to first establish that you have a bunch of money that you can use for down payments. The second thing is you start doing massive amounts of research. And the third is that she's going to have to figure out a way to do this. Is she a numbers person? She works in risk management. I see uh, spreadsheets on her screen all the time. So, oh, I guess- so, there, so there you go. So she she's familiar with that. Um, you know, and she has to run the numbers. To me, right now, you guys are in an incredible 
financial position to do something different. And by the way, the 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 whole reason you are in that mode is that like you've been diligent, you're amazing, right? I mean, you've got all this money that's saved. You will have this pension. And, you know, frankly, the pension gives her the ability to essentially pursue something different. It really does because it's the pension plus the healthcare, right? Those two things really do give you a great advantage. I would be interested to find out, like if we were to run your numbers, where you would turn up if you both kind of said, all right, well, I'm going to, let's say, let's say that she goes from at age 45, maybe that gives her, give you five years to like really accumulate some money instead of two to three years, make it five years. What would she feel like, you know, if, if you said, well, you know, we can't retire in the same way and have the same flexibility if you make this choice today, but in five years, we might have far more choices than we would have right now if we were to do the same thing. You're probably living, my guess is, on 10 grand a month. That's my guess. You don't have a ton of expenses, right? But you do really, you know, you seem to be saving quite easily and you don't have any other debt, right? No, uh, no debt. I think you should be running some retirement numbers. I, I presume, look, if I ran your numbers till your age 55 and her age 50, I know that it would be great. I know it would be great. Because you know what? For 10 more years, just think about how much money you're putting away and you're going to have a pension. I think if you ran retirement numbers, I would run it at $10,000 a month of net, meaning those that's what you need to live on. I'm pretty sure that's about what you're doing right now. Maybe it's a little more. Presume you have your wills and, and you've done your power of attorney and all that stuff. We have a lot of moving parts in terms of how to get the estate in the fact we have in-laws. I have a stepdaughter. There's um, a father in the picture. So it's like a lot of moving parts. So we haven't tied it up yet. So do you have a lawyer? Uh, I have a friend. He actually, that's, that's top priority to reach out to him. He does estate planning and we're going to get, get this done. <laughs> All right, good. Bang it out. Because uh, that's obviously a hole that's missing. I'm going to tell you what, if you wanted to get some ammunition, what I would do is I would start running some numbers and really looking at what would happen if. The big metric here is what would happen if we went from, you know, could we live on my income alone, your income alone, meaning you probably could, just couldn't save as much money. Then if you run the numbers, you can give her the proof and then say, look, here's how it, here's how the numbers shake out. If you want to go into your next endeavor and it's running rental properties, there's no way you're going to replace her income. We need to replace this much of your income to live the life we want to live and hit our retirement numbers. You're really gunning towards 10 more years in doing something. And if you look at that and you say 10 years, honey, you know, you're 40, that's age 50. You'd be really young. You'd be doing whatever you want. Or if you say to her, you know what, if you don't want to work, you know, we have flexibility. We might not have flexibility for you to do anything you want. You got to do something where you're going to make some money and we can still save some money. Because again, if you look at your expenses and you say 10 or 12 grand a month is what we think we need to live on, right? Something like that, 120 to 150 grand a year. And you stop working when you at age 55, you then have to finance that money, that much money, right? Until you're say 95. Now, great. Thank you very much to New York. You're going to be able to get let's say 60 grand a year, there's going to be some social security for each of you. You don't have to fund that big a differential, but there isn't going to be something you have to fund. And the funding of that is predicated on what you guys are doing today. I'm going to wish you the very best of luck. I feel like this is going to be a tough conversation, man. 
it, you know, it's funny. When I first read your email, I thought she was making a, a lot more money. I mean, so you framed it and you've saved so much money. So there is a situation where I can see a real, a new endeavor. It's just, she's young. She's really young. If you would like to join us, all you need to do is go to that website, jillonmoney.com, which I know you've bookmarked already, and click the Contact Us button. We are so happy when you do that. And don't forget, our next webinar is coming up, Year-End Tax and Financial Planning with Dan Forbes. He's a certified financial planner. He's a guy that I trained personally. You can only join us if you are part of our subscription service, Jill on Money Live. So check that out. It's on the website. And please, if you wouldn't mind to leave us a rating and review wherever you you listen to this program. Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. 